I'm going to motivate you. I'm going to say some things to you that are going to have an impact and you will, in fact, not be the same when you get up from your seats at the end of this evening. On your trip to Acapulco, there were several things involved. First of all, you had a very specific goal. Second, you had a time limit. And third, you listed the obstacles, the things you had to do in order to get the trip to Acapulco. I'm going to talk to you tonight about goals. There are four basic reasons why people do not have goals. Number one, they have not been sold. Now, friends, I'm flat going to sell you on why you got to have them. I didn't say I wanted to. I didn't say I was going to try to. Didn't say I hoped to. I flat said, I'm going to sell you on why you must have them. The second reason a lot of people don't have goals is they do not know how to set those goals. I'm going to give you a basic formula. He's doing like lead gen for like local businesses. And... um. It's kind of shady what he like the growth tactic in, in my opinion, but whatever it works He's making like a couple thousand a month and that's amazing, but um, We started talking more and he is looking into maybe to get into e-commerce a bit And he's showing me these YouTube videos and these kids are on YouTube and these kids like probably 20 and they're making like 50,000 a month uh, 20,000 a month, whatever these some of these kids are millionaires from just like simple e-commerce stuff that they're doing but and you also realize like you see some of the growth tactics that they do and you're just like, wow, everything on the web, everything that you see is kind of shady in a way. It's kind of run by marketers who are trying to trick you and coerce you and kind of tap into that system one thinking and kind of get you to buy their product. Um, and it's – I've always kind of known that but being like, like a bit of a product person, I've always felt like there's int- – integrity in what you're doing you should make the most beautiful thing out there and the world will find it because it's just so beautiful and it's unique and it's great and so well done and that's not how the world works at all yeah and it was it was just like a good reminder um so when you're talking about like the podcast stuff and what do you want to like what should our goals kind of be like what do you want to do with it and i don't know on some level when you say like you know let's just depends on what our metrics are going to be, right? Like in in one level, if you say like, let's make um, our monthly active users, monthly audience, or every episode, the number of uh, active listeners, maybe increasing that number. Um, But is that a good number? It's like, what what are we trying to measure, I guess? Is it like quality? Is it like um, success? And how do you quantify success? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 tricky because if you say like a number of listeners, then you're we're suddenly going to go into growth mode a bit. You're going to share it more. We're going to try to like sell it more, and maybe that's a okay, and maybe that's how we're supposed to do it. Versus like picking another metric that maybe is more honest or more would yeah, would like, be would be you know. Um, but, but but what would that be? Like what would a so here's an interesting stat. Mm-hmm. Um. Our average download for most of our episodes is between uh, 60 and 80. Okay. The crypto one was 233. So by far the most popular one. Mm -hmm. I wrote a LinkedIn post where I growth hacked it and I tagged 15 people 
that I yep. wanted to listen to this podcast. Yep. Hello, if you're listening. And, but that, that was sort of my introduction to the podcast. And I got feedback from people saying, wow, you have 13 of these things. Why? I, I figured this would be the first one. Mm -hmm. You've been doing this for 13 weeks and you haven't told anybody like, what the fuck, man? Like, what, like what else you got under that, under that hat? Yeah. And I really hadn't thought about that as a, as a, as a growth hack, but I think it worked in that it wasn't like we were pushing out this first thing. It's, Hey, we we're doing this thing. And by the way, here's an episode that I think is kind of special. It's timely mm -hmm. because this fucking thing is blowing up. Mm -hmm. Maybe you'll learn something or maybe you'll have some feedback or maybe you have a totally different opinion. And it just reminded me echoing your point that we should probably be sharing this stuff more than we are. I mean, that's mm -hmm. the more you share it, the more people are going to listen to it. Um, but going back to your friend's comment, I think where I have a bit of, and I'm not sure where you were going with that. Are you, I don't know if you're saying that you kind of want to dabble in that world because I think that uh, like, no offense to your, like, like no offense to your friend. I have no idea what his yeah. skills are, but if yeah. you have a, if you have a background in web, it, you have a huge advantage because yeah. there's so many things you can do that, that people who are coming with a straight business background or just a no background, just a hustle background mm. don't, don't have. Mm. But I know that uh, I, you know, I basically paid my way through college, let's say by selling eBooks. That was mm -hmm. my, uh, that was, that was how e I learned. Yeah, man. I I don't tell a lot of people this, but I was really <laughs> into that, into that, uh, it's not black hat. Wait, wait, but sorry. It's... Were these your your ebooks or no, or no, 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 no? So it's it's a really uh, okay. So like when you said that there, there's these people saying they made millions of dollars or fifty thousand mm -hmm. dollars. I, I mean, if you find, I could. Uh, I don't even want to tell people where to look at this, but you could probably find posts of mine where I talk a bit like that because I, I well, okay. My my shtick was I would do these. They're called long form long form landing pages. So mm -hmm. you would um, you would mm -hmm. get an ebook from somebody, and then you yep. would create this long form landing page. So it's you know between eight hundred to thirteen hundred words, and there's like literally a, a, for, a formula for for writing them. And I was using this one by a guy named Joe Vitali, who um, was in that movie The Secret and that book The Secret. And, oh yeah, yeah, and. Um, what I kind of learned though, when you open the kimono on this whole world is that there, there's this billion dollar industry and it's people selling shit to stupid people. So the ebook, for example, that I was selling, I can't remember what it was called. It was from this company called Nitro Marketing. And it was essentially a circular ebook that's like, okay, how do I describe this? The ebook told you how to sell the ebook to, oh, okay. to make yeah, money. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. There's tons of these out there. Yeah. So it was just yeah. this, it was this cyclical system where you would get a commission every time you sold one of these books. And I got really good at AdWords from doing this because, you know, you, your commission was pretty small. It was something like 450 or six bucks. So you had to get conversions at under $6. But as long as you could do that, you would make these profits and they would send you these checks. And mm -hmm. it was... It was this weird world though where when you – and then I actually would read these things and I felt pretty dirty because they're just these books that basically say, okay, go find some stupid people to go sell these ebooks for you. And it was just this massive pyramid scheme or this weird like – but there yeah. was no, there was no yeah. content. It was all fluff. And I think that you kind of helped – like you 
opened my eyes to another world when we started talking about those uh, selfie sticks. And even though it was like a five minute, maybe it was like we had three conversations about how you were going to do this. And and then I talked to we my should, friend. We should have jumped on that. I know. Yeah. We should have jumped on that. We, should, we should, totally should have jumped on that. But that led me to the whole Alibaba world. And then with my my buddy who's the uh, who does all this e-liquid stuff, mm-hmm. he opened my eyes to the the whole world of just like Chinese manufacturing because now he's mm-hmm, getting mm-hmm. he's getting hardware made like he's actually making his own uh vaping units now yeah, like yeah, yeah. uh and and he's he's chinese he speaks chinese and he can yeah. actually communicate it's hilarious listening to him on the phone because like <laughs> I, I don't understand a word of it right and he just goes like full it's like watching a it's like watching a movie right because he gets so into it and he's like yelling <laughs> at these people and um but you can get anything made for, mm-hmm. for like for peanuts for like cents yeah. And then you start to realize that that whole world is all just like you start going on Amazon and you see products and you realize that all these things cost like six or seven cents and people are selling them for 13 or $14. And it's this, so it's a tempting world, but there's a part of me that has almost closed that. Like, I I don't know. I just, and maybe it's, I'm, I sound like, uh, I I just feel like it's, it's wrong. So I, I used to think that, and I still, a big part of me thinks that, but then if the whole world is like that, then are we just being kind of elitist and being just like snobs? Like the fact that you can <laughs> yeah, do a probably. Google search right now and look up like local dentist and knowing that you're not going to get the best dentist, but you're going to get the one that a marketer pushed to you because of some good strong keywording, some yeah. nice growth hacking, some yeah, good yeah. ad words, whatever, and they're going to show up, but they're not the best dentist. You're just getting the one that marker is pushing to you. Um, and you're totally fine with that. You know, you don't, you don't look behind the curtain and you're just like, cool, I'm going to go with this guy or I'm going to, you know, uh, go to this mechanic. Right. And then you think to yourself, like, where else is this happening to me? Like it's, it's everywhere like, though, right? Yeah. Like, like where in my life do I think I'm I'm paying for quality when if I peeled back the kimono I'm I'm just basically buying a resold item that's made in, in... totally so I, I hear you but I think there's a way to do it with some okay so really like uh, that that's what able cells is is trying to do so with able cells it's like I want to I want to learn how to grow an online store with products mm-hmm. that I that I actually care about mm-hmm. and it's still a weird system because I'm I'm paying wholesale prices and I'm just selling that at retail, which is the oldest kind of business in the book. But I feel a little better about that. But even today, I noticed I have a competitor that literally popped up two weeks ago and they're pretty good and they've got more mm-hmm. products than me and their SEO mm-hmm. is, is strong. And I can feel this part of my brain that's like, that's already trying to go black hat. So I start thinking like, okay, I, I, I promised I wasn't going to buy links, but I know I could if I had to. Should I start yeah. Should I start buying links? And I, I, I'm resisting it because there is a part of me that wants to show that I can do it. It's, like, it's, it's almost like doping in – okay, a great, a great analogy here is like doping in the Olympics where yeah. you know Lance Armstrong, that crazy documentary where he talks about like why he did it and how he did it. He has that really honest moment where he just says, like, I know you think I'm a loser and that you think I'm this and you can judge me all you want, but I'm telling you, 
everybody, everybody's doing it. Mm-hmm. And to think that I could somehow not do it is just, you, you just don't understand cycling. Yeah. And so, but, but then there's that voice in my head. That's like, no, you're still a fucking loser. <laughs> like you, you're, 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 you're a cheater. You're a liar. I, I but don't. I, uh... But I think that that's just you holding on to these ideals of, of what, what the world um, should be, right? Because it is true. Like if you're going to be selling products, e-commerce, there's certain rules to the game and those rules to the game are a little bit shady. Um, but do they have and, to be shady? Well, they have to be if you're going to kind of cut through everything. Yeah. Yeah, I, I you're right. But I mean, can't you... But then what's left? Like if, if you just resort to this lowest common um, denom, Okay, like, but by that logic, you could just farm out your, the book, like you could farm out your book. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm, see, okay, so so this is what got me down this this path is because the book, is, I'm making good traction. I'm writing a lot. I, th- I think it's, the content's great. I'm, I'm feeling really good about it. But then... I'm I'm month eight now, and I'm like, okay, I need to start thinking about the mm. other side of this. Like mm-hmm. when this is done, now I need what? to start pushing this. Now what? Yeah. How do how do I get it out there? And this is why I was telling you, like maybe for 2018, I'm going to get into e-commerce a little bit just to see how this world is. And I've only been in this world for a couple of days, and I'm just like, wow, this world is like, oh, it's dirty. It's so dirty. But this is, I'm like, maybe this is just the rules of this world, and this is what I need to 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 kind of do, like. I feel like you you can't almost you can almost not black hat it until you are at a certain scale. But to get to that scale, to get to right. that next level, right. you almost have to black hat. I I, I feel or not necessarily black or gr- hat, gray gray to, hat gray hat yeah yeah gray hat yeah yeah sure. you gotta okay. But like, give me an example of something in the past three days that you've been looking into this stuff that you feel like is gray to black okay so i so i'm i'm on instagram i follow a bunch of people and there's some even like um mommy bloggers um you know post pictures of babies and um with cute outfits and all that stuff i'm like oh cool and i don't know like they post nice designed things and i like it from that design standpoint because i'm like oh maybe i'll buy that maybe i like that new toy that they have or that interior design thing that they, they use whatever um but when you dig a little deeper, I'm like, these guys actually didn't post any of their own content. Like everything here is reposted from somebody else. And so you're like, this guy has a hundred thousand followers, and they haven't posted one piece of content that's their own. But what do you mean? Like it's not even their kids? It's somebody else's kids? Yeah, yeah. It's just pictures of well-designed babies. So oh, babies okay. yeah. from other posters, um, all with a very similar uh, like aesthetic um but they're just reposting their shit and they're they're copying them so they're calling them out and everything um but really it's like they're just they're they're just like curating other people's content but they're doing that to build content to build a following and then i started noticing that i'm like oh shit i got an ad from these people and i looked and they're just drop shippers from aliexpress and Mm. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Um, so these guys are pretty much, they're building an Instagram following and they're selling to these people. But it's really, it's probably, it's not even a mom probably. It's probably some guy 
in the middle of nowhere who's not even a parent who is just like curating these pictures to build an audience to build this persona of this um you know kid lifestyle hmm. that he's not even a part of yeah but don't you think that that's going to so we we see this a lot at hubba and sometimes we'll get on calls with with buyers who are serious buyers they've done big orders they're talking to to brands and then it turns out that they they're, they're they're business people, but they could give two fucks about the industry that they happen to work sure. in. Yeah, so let's 100%. say they're in the the health food industry. Maybe they're four hundred pounds with type two diabetes, and they just saw an opportunity to capitalize on on health food or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that to me is already a little weird, but I can kind of get it. I mean, there's a lot of just smart people who see a market or an opportunity, but mm-hmm. there's and again, maybe I'm just being an idealist here that there there will be a correction and those people won't survive the correction so a great example is seo mm-hmm. there's all so i've i've officially unsubscribed from neil patel he's he's jumped the shark for me okay and what i realized though is his audience is exactly who you're talking about mm-hmm. so he's not talking to me anymore he's talking to your friend who's mm-hmm. starting out these, or, or this guy who's, who's pretending like he's a mommy blogger, but he's maybe a 40 year old dude sitting in his basement or something like that has nothing to yeah. do. He doesn't even yeah. have kids, hates kids. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've opted out because his tactics, I think are, they're reckless and dangerous. Every once in a while, he'll go back to what I think is, is like the proper roots. And he'll say, look, there's no, there's no shortcuts. There's no cheats. If you really want to build a business, you got to, you know, invest in quality and all that stuff, which is really the only, like, that's true. And so the only way I can justify it in my mind, and that truly my advice to you from seeing companies get really burned, especially dabbling on the SEO side, mm-hmm. is you you have to almost have these throwaway companies. So you have to be able to build up and then be willing to throw away and start again and build up and throw away these companies. Yeah. 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 So as long as you're willing to commit to that and you don't care if next year you're not a mommy blogger anymore, you're a health food uh, or a, or a home home improvement person. And, and Hey, maybe, maybe that works and you've got the, you've got the ability to, to, to be agile and adapt and stuff. But or, or like in our in our case, I really think that if we had have done this selfie stick thing where we we had we, we were kind of riding the wave before it caught on, we could have black hatted the shit out of that for three months, made fifty k, and then just that's it. It would have been over yep. and gone. And yeah, and, and you know what? In my mind, it's like that's fair. <laughs> it's like it's it's you kind of know what you're signing up for. Google knows that this stuff happens. There are ways yep. to exploit it. And, but, but, it, but, but they'll get you. It, it's like, um, it's like cops and robbers. Eventually the cops are going to win and then you're going to go to jail for a while and then they'll burn your bar down and then you'll have to rebuild it. And then it's like this cat and mouse game. And it but really I think is, that's, but that's what these guys do though, right? Like a lot no, no, of these I know, guys, I know, but, but they but just jump why? on the hottest trend. They get okay. in, they get out and they're on to the next thing. Right. But, but I think my, my advice to you, and, and I know you're kind of like half, you're half serious about this, but like, <laughs> I, I go back to thinking about opportunity cost and 
what you could do with with the time that you're going to spend on this other stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that really going to be like you, you have, and again, I don't know your friend. I'm not trying to judge him, but you, you have options. Mm-hmm. You have a lot more options, let's say, than, than most people. A lot of the people, and what, and I realized this when I was in this uh, nitro marketing world back in 2003, is that th- these are, these are, these are Trump supporters. Okay. Like these are no, really like th- these are people who are from middle America who have been laid off from their jobs, who saw an ad that said make 500,000 a year working from home. And that's, that's who is doing most of this stuff. Like that's who that attracts. And yeah. I just, I think you're better than that, <laughs> frankly. Yeah. Like I, I just don't, I don't know. So, I, I okay, think it would so, be like so a, let, let me let me let me give you another kind of um anecdote, I guess. Like um okay, so I, I work at Sego and obviously I work with a lot of artists, designers, and really talented people, right? And a lot of them they create their own prints, they own their own designs, they put them on like Society Six, they put them on like, you know, just different yeah. kind of these like print on demand places, right? And they just like they expect their work to just get picked up and people to buy a lot of their stuff because they put blood, sweat, and tears in it and it looks beautiful. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't happen, right? No. Yeah. At the at the end of the day, what is going to sell is if I made a T-shirt with the latest hottest. If I made a T-shirt with a Bitcoin on it right now, it would outsell the crap out of like a designed shirt that took like half a year to build. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and so there's that balance of integrity, right? Like you want to build stuff that you believe in, that you think, and you you hope that people will just gravitate to because it's so beautiful and well done. But if that person is not pitching to the right people, they're not selling. They're not like even putting that effort into the marketing part. Then nobody's ever going to find it. Right. Because ultimately, ultimately, it comes down to, you know, you want to put the right product in front of the right people. And that's that's it. That That's like the end game. That's really what you want. Right. If I have a, if I make this book, I want to put it to specifically for, um, you know, new dads and who are looking for books to consume, you know, and that's where a lot of the targeting stuff with Facebook and all that stuff come into play. But if you. Don't if you're on Society Six and you just have a really nice, well-designed T-shirt. There's like millions of these things on Society yeah. Six. You don't, you you will not cut through the noise at all. Okay, okay, I, I agree with you. And so on that note, then why? But why wouldn't you? How do I? Why? Okay, why wouldn't you? So you're creating a. A piece of content with your mm-hmm. book mm-hmm. and it's it's one of the more higher forms of content because it's hard for people to write a book so mm-hmm. you know you're you're probably going maybe that the only thing higher than a book might be a, like a movie let's say or a documentary maybe that's the way pinnacle. higher but yeah sure and then no and then like but really it's like there's like there's the spectrum from a tweet to a documentary film right. and you're nearer to the top if you get a book published that you can hold with your hands. I'd say you're you're very close to the top. So I, I think you are much better off 
spending every minute of your life for the next year making that piece of content as good as possible mm-hmm. because you will gain an unfair advantage over everybody else, all of the friends, all of the people who have more Instagram followers than you, you will then be able to, a year from now, create a store with a genuine audience and sell genuine things to dads. And But that's, you will... you're, but you're going to be in the same position though a year from now, right? Like you no, still no. have to, because you're, you're assuming that I'm building like a regular following of people um, because there's a bunch of people who are just like reading and and sitting at the edge of their seat listening to everything I'm doing, but I'm not doing anything for growing that audience. I'm just posting no, no, shit on no, like no, randomly, no, right? No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Forget about, but forget about medium. I'm saying your mm, book though, okay. like yeah. you just, just finish the book mm-hmm. and then that's when the work starts that I frankly don't even know how to really wade through because I've never launched a book before. But, but I mean, Th- that's the stuff if I'd be reading if I read you. I'd be talking to people who launched the book. I'd be reading all the Tim Ferriss stuff on how he did all of his book launches and and because you can yeah, but I I, I okay yeah yeah but I I, I kind of think like Tim Ferriss when he came out I I bet you he growth hacked the shit out of it. I think well. No, I I don't think so. I think that there's a lot of luck involved with some of that stuff where mm-hmm. it's easy in retrospect to tell a story about how you growth hacked it, but I think the more honest you talk to people, some things just resonate and some things some things just don't. Art like when it, when it comes to art. But mm-hmm. oh, but I I know what you're going to say and I hear what you're saying is that like <laughs> Okay, okay, a, a good example is that book The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Yeah. You know, most popular audio book, biggest pre-order on Amazon last year, last uh, biggest audio book last year. And when you read it, you you know that this guy is just a really good marketer. And I'm sure he did a bunch of shit to get that book because it's it's not it's a, it's a good read, but it's not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I don't think it's as good as everybody kind of thinks it is. But he's created this like aura around this book, mm-hmm. and you're not going to do that with this book for for dads like that's not it's not applicable to everybody so you're already kind of in in a bit of a niche where it's not like you can give this book to five of your friends at christmas next year i mean it's well maybe you could if you got five dads but you know what i'm saying you're you're already Mm -hmm. kind of niching Mm -hmm. i just i i worry that in its truest form you are suffering from a very big pencil problem (laughs) where you your brain you're you're approaching a deadline now. You've got four months where you now have to make decisions. You have to get an agent. You have to get this thing printed. You gotta you gotta shop this thing around. I don't even know what's involved in that, and that's really daunting and hard. And now you're telling me that you're you're gonna start dabbling in gray hat e-commerce to make a quick buck, like no, no, like that... I like I I kind of think so. I, I did a little bit of reading on this, and I actually am of the mind that self-publishing is the better route. Okay. Um, but if you're self-publishing, you need to oh, you need, okay, to, you need okay. to sell this yourself. So, but that's different, man. Hang on, we're not talking apples. But we're not we're not comparing. If if you're saying that you want to go a little gray to promote your book, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Or or, or sell not or like just sell sell units, right? Like how? Yeah. Okay. Okay. But that's totally different than what you frame this as, which is like, is it though? Yes. Yes. Because you. You you're actually selling something 
valuable and and you're selling something that's that's original and creative and it's I think but it depends how you go about doing that though right no, it depends how, no, how are you no. getting this in front of the right audience maybe but I, I give you so much more latitude to, to play around in the, <laughs> the, the dark arts when you're doing it for the right reasons instead of here's a shirt that 5,000 other people are selling and I just want to be the number one search result on on Google and like I I'm telling you this from experience literally an hour ago where I can feel my lizard brain kicking in as I'm as I'm crawling this competitor site of mine and I had to be honest with myself and I'm like the, the, this site is better than mine right now so yeah. like they're, they're just better they offer free shipping at a lower price they have better selection I, I like my site better so I think I have that advantage um, but it's, if anything, it's just forcing me to think about how am I going to up my game to compete with this person? Mm-hmm. Um, and sure. The thought crosses my mind to go spend some Bitcoin and just buy a bunch of shitty links pointing to his site and destroy his search rankings. Of course that's crossed my mind. Um, I mean, I know some, I know some like really dark shit, right? Like you can just obliterate people, um, if you if you know how to navigate uh, on tour so mm-hmm. but i think that that's the if it, if it wasn't something that i was really interested in i mm-hmm. i i'd be maybe more tempted but because your name is going to be attached to this thing you have to be careful and you can't go too gray because you you i don't know at least that'd be my advice to you as as like your yeah your growth consultant is like you're, you're better off slow. Like you're, you're better off having less sales. Okay. Let me, I think what you're saying, if I can, if I can reiterate what you're saying, and I think you're making a really good point is that there's almost like three groups of people. There's one group of people and they tend to be artists who think that if you build it, they will come. Mm -hmm. And if you make it great, people are just going to find it. Mm -hmm. And that is patently false. Mm-hmm. And that's hard for people to to hear and understand because we are taught to think that that's what happens. People forget that Apple spends hundreds of millions of dollars on marketing. It's mm-hmm. not that the iPhone is that much better. It's that they spent that much more money promoting it at the beginning mm-hmm. too. So, I mean, mm-hmm. there's like, there's, yeah. Then there's the people who go total... Um, they have no morals. They have no qualms. They they don't even attach their name to what they're doing because they are ashamed of it and they want to just like make some money and throw it away and whatever. And then there's like this happy medium where how do you borrow? It's the gray world. How do you borrow some of these, you know, shadier tactics to promote something truly great and beautiful? And mm-hmm. to me, that's, that's um, you're, as long as you're, doing it for the right reasons, the end almost justify the means. Um, but that's a different conversation yeah. than the conversation I thought we were having, which is, Hey, let's, um, you know, let's make a quick buck on e-commerce stuff. Cause I, I don't think that's going to last. If anything, like that's the bubble. I think those people will be, there'll be a reckoning, you know, um, 
and, so, and, and, and from being in that world, believe me, they are not making $50,000. Those checks they show on the internet are fake. The numbers they put are fake. The views they have on YouTube are all bought. Like it is, there is so, no substance to that world. Like take even the screenshots of their bank accounts. I don't believe like, you know, show me what you really, really, really have. And maybe I'll believe you, but the pictures they have of cars, they're rented. The houses sure. they do tours of are rented. I mean, they sure. are, it's all fake. And, but you know, like I, I don't, I don't know if this is for everybody. I don't think it's everyone's faking it. I definitely think there's a lot of money in here. Um, I definitely think some of these people are are making it. I think if you, because I think logically, you jump on the latest fad. You like if we jumped on like like you said, you can do three months. Um, we did three months of the selfie stick when it first came out. Sure. Boom. We would have maybe made fifty thousand right off the bat. Yeah, and then we could have parlayed that into. Bitcoin five yeah no I mean there's the, sure. there's there's yeah there's a lot of I mean hell Wind Junkie we sold Wind Junkie to uh, this guy named uh, Dale Big Smith who was um he has this famous like he's in the four hour work week the there's a whole chapter at the beginning dedicated to him he was the Olympic the Canadian Olympic athlete who got kicked off the Canadian team because he basically invented like internet uh, viruses and spam and stuff like that. Okay. And then now he competes for Australia. He's a very controversial figure. I mean, the the guy is a legitimate close to 100 millionaire and he mm-hmm. has made a lot of it through very you know, he wrote malware that scans your computer for credit cards. I mean, he <laughs> he's done some he he was like the original um I I mean, one of the genius kind of hacks that this guy invented was do you remember back in the day? I don't know if you were, even did this, but you used to get paid to surf the internet. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you had to move your mouse around though, or else the the, the, all, the all, software was, was it all advantage? It was all advantage, and there was uh, another one. There was another um, one. I, I, yeah, like uh, I can't remember, but the the big one in yeah, the states yeah. was uh, Comcast. Comcast had had a version okay. of this. Yeah. So what he and his brother did is they bought uh, five hundred computers or something like that, and they rented a warehouse and they. Uh, put a mouse on basketball on a basketball and they, they rigged up these basketballs with these mice and then these fans that would blow and it would move the balls ever so slightly to move the mice to like run the like so that the the bots always were, were moving and they were always surfing and that's how they made their first you know a hundred thousand that they parlayed into buying like expodia.com and then anytime someone spells Expedia wrong, they would redirect them and, and get a cut. Like they, they nice. did all yeah. these like weird yeah. things and they built this empire and then sort of just like in the mafia movies, they were then, when we met them, they were trying to clean up their, like they wanted to get out of this gray world and nothing was illegal. It's not like they're doing anything illegal. It's just in this gray zone. And then they were trying to buy these legitimate properties to just, you know, become a legitimate internet business. And mm. what I learned though, from just the time I spent with him and, and talking with him and is that it's, it, it just, it's not for me. Like it's, it's something that, and, I'm, and maybe I sound like a, an elitist high horse person, but I, I can't, I, I, like he offered me a very good job, a ridiculous salary 
and basically wanted me to build like a lottery system that was rigged and Mm -hmm. you know it would be something that you know we would take pictures of the person who won but it would be like his cousin and and and, i mean again there's all like there's like legal ways to do all this stuff if you do it in the right states and you get the right documents and um like freelotto.com you can go check it out right now like that's basically the the site that got built and Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like, no, I'm just not going to do that stuff. And I don't know. Like, I think that because your name is attached to this book, you have to be so careful or else you're going to regret, like, you don't want to put up fake reviews. You don't want to. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But but at the same time, I hear you. Then maybe you're just going to be one of those other guys with a book that nobody reads. So, and if that's the alternative, then maybe it's worth it's worth dabbling in the, in the grayer stuff. Okay. So this is what, this is what I, I had, I, I, I'm thinking about doing right now is I'm going to make a, uh, e-commerce store print on demand onesies for a baby. And I will have, um, just like it'll be well-designed, but it'll just be text on the onesies with like, um, something witty, I'll, I'll, I'll put on these onesies. It's like, honestly, you probably have like hundreds of these onesies, you know, all the, uh, the ones that Abby wear are all like, Oh, um, uh, I have daddy wrapped around my finger or, yeah. um, I don't know, whatever mini me or whatever, you know? Sure. But basically these are how onesies are. Right. But I'm doing it really, I'm not expecting to make money from it, but I'm doing it really just to see how this world is. Um, because I've never done e-commerce stuff before. Um, and you know, me just even scratching the surface of this, I'm seeing how shady everything is already. Um, but I think it's good to have that viewpoint because you have that because you've done it for a while. Um, but I don't think I even have that perspective yet. And I, I think that's not a bad, again, it's, it's no different than, than what I did with able cells where, I want to learn what it's like to um, it, believe me. If I could have done it through drop shipping, I probably would have. But mm-hmm. the the products that I wanted to buy, I had to actually buy. So, mm-hmm. and maybe that's why. Maybe it just forced me at the beginning because I had to invest, you know, call it six thousand dollars up mm-hmm. front. That was enough of a commitment for me to be like, okay, this is like six thousand dollars is like that's not nothing. I mean, I yeah. that's like. That's two years of RESP contributions for my kids, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, so, um, okay, then it, I think it forced me to to sober up a little bit and be more serious. Whereas, like, if I could have just done it on demand, I would have maybe been more. Um, I, I think I think it's a good decision, is what I'm saying. But, but, but my worry is that this is a pencil problem for you. I'm just calling it <laughs> straight out. That you are much better off just focusing on your book, finding, um, you know, I, 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 I don't know. I, I worry that you're going to get distracted. You're going to sell a hundred onesies. You're going to make 300 bucks and you, you know, you, will <laughs> be the fucking onesie king, man. But, but again, if you're doing it and this sort of goes back to a WhatsApp conversation that I, I'm not going to believe me. I'm not going to jump into this topic and talk about programming languages, but it's like, whenever you start something new, 
you, mm-hmm. you you do need to figure out like what am I trying to learn right now, and mm-hmm. you really helped me. Really, I think that the impetus of this whole podcast was the one conversation we had at at uh, what's that place called? The Fahrenheit. No, oh, the sandwich. No, the salad box. Or sa- salad, salad box. Yeah. Yeah. Where I told you that I was going to build a custom e-commerce store for Able Cells, and you just you just looked at me flat out and just called my bullshit straight ahead and said like that's a pencil problem you are going to spend 5 months building this beautiful e-commerce site and what you really need to do is like sell move products just sell product and that snapped me it, it kind of snapped me into and you're like yeah you're right and you know what i realized that i don't know how to do that i'd never done that and what, sell sell product or make a website uh, yeah. I'd never sold product. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. I, I've sold services. Yeah. I've sold a ton of services in my day. I've never sold a product. Well, and, you sold that ebook, I guess. Um, okay. But that was a little different. Um, because even that wasn't even selling. It was a download, right? So it was like a, mm. you were, you were, it was like lead gen versus mm. uh, a product. So mm-hmm. if I had of, done it in my custom e-commerce thing, I probably would be, I would have sold product by now, but there's no way I would be as, uh, as, as far as I am. And Mm. again, I just like, I look at where you're at with your book and, um, I, I think there's other things you could be doing maybe to, I don't know. I, I just worry that this is a big distraction. Yeah. Um, but, but sorry, but hang on, but sorry, but sorry, going back to my point though, mm-hmm. if you set the ground rules of what, what do you want to learn when you do this? And I have a friend, um, Nick, if, if he's listening, I, I give him shit for this all the time. Cause every time I see him, he reminds me of me. He's like a younger version of me where he has like 50 new ideas that he wants to try and he never mm-hmm. does any of them yeah. or he does, he does some of them. And, but it's, it's like, he wants to, but he wants to like learn this new programming language or he wants to do react or he wants to do. And it's like, no, like there, there are, there are times when you do a project to learn something. And then there are times when you do a project to like learn how to run a business or learn how to make money or learn how to sell product. And as long mm-hmm. as you're true to yourself on what those ground rules are, if it is to like learn a new language, then just set your expectations very differently if if you really just want to dabble in this world and and have the, the the vocabulary of gray hat growth tactics for e-commerce i think that's a that's a noble effort but if you if you really think it's going to help you sell more books i think you're delusional i think okay maybe maybe not i i think if i understand the tools and mechanics to go into e-commerce don't you think that that would help me sell a physical or digital book? No. You don't think the learnings I, I get from this would, would translate at all? Mm, maybe. Okay, maybe. Sure. I mean, if you're, if you learn how to do, you know, if you're, if you're talking ads and, and some SEO and some uh, link building, sure, uh, maybe. But I or, 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 or think, think about it this way. If, if you, you were a CEO of a company and you're one product was a book, right? You had a product person who or a writer who was writing the book and they made the most beautiful book. 
would you get that writer then to sell the book? Probably, probably not. No, like of course. you probably well, get a, a marketer or a sales kind of person to move that product, right? Yeah, I mean, you probably just hire a publisher to do that. Sure. Or let's, let's say book is a bad example. Let's say it was a widget, right? And you had the per- the product person built the most beautiful widget, but the product person is probably not the person you would hire to sell that widget. You probably have a sales team, a marketing team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? So it's a very different skill set. And um, I think I am going to approach at some point the point where I will need to move the product. Yeah, so why so, not just hire me? You're, you're a busy guy, dude. You're not going to do it. Okay, but I can tell you, so I can give you the name of someone who can do it. Like, why... Why are you, and again, that's why I'm trying to get at, are you just trying to learn? Like, is this just a learning exercise? And I think you need to be true to yourself if it is. If you really think you're going to be able to out market somebody like me or better, you're not going to do it the same way I couldn't out product you in six or seven months. So if you really want this to be successful, you're better off finding someone who already knows this stuff, who can do it for you. Yeah. But if, um, yeah, and and maybe, but I also think, I guess I, I in my mind, I'm like, okay, so how much would a, a person like you or a person who is going to move my book, how much would they cost? Yeah, $2 and a book. And at that point, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, line, line a person up for me, and then I will I will stop this endeavor altogether. <laughs> no, no, no I'm, I'm being hard on you only because... I, I really do feel like this is like I, I think you're 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 pulling a Kent right now and you're getting you're getting distracted by um or or, you, or I don't think you're being honest with yourself as to why you really want to and, and I I think that you just want to be able to have this skill set. You want to be able to prove to yourself that you could that you could move this on your own, that you could be this one man army. And I don't think yeah. there's anything. I don't think there's anything yeah. wrong with that. I think that's yeah. a very noble. The same way that, like, why do I still try to code a lot of the stuff that I build? I'm not the best developer. I know way mm-hmm. better developers than me, but I I like it. It's fun, and I yeah. I want to be that one man army who can build something and then grow it at the same time. Yeah. And um, but I also um, I I guess I'm. I think I'm being hard on you because I'm jealous. I'm jealous of you in the Wait, sense what, of how, in, in what way? Because you're you're doing something really special by writing a book, and I know it sounds so trivial to just say that, but it, it's there's something special about a physical thing that you're like you, you're going to do something that a very small percentage of people do. Something that I have an ambition to do that. I have never had the balls to actually do is to create Mm -hmm. something like that. And I think that you, I want to believe that you can do it without resorting to these, like these kind of dirty tactics. But okay. Um, Okay. Let's clarify a bit. Like, because I don't think all the taxes have to be dirty. They, they don't. Okay. But, you know, even setting up a Shopify store, even uh, running Facebook ads, even running Google ads, those aren't really shady per se. No, no, of course right? not. That, that, no, no, of course not. That's a smart um, business, yeah. 
even even doing what you were doing with the able cells as like you know reaching out to these different people linking back to your stuff um getting quality links but part of that it's not even it's not even a dirty growth thing it's more putting on the salesman hat and i think me personally that's one thing that i have not really done in years and my my favorite job of all time was probably selling printers at like a future shop (laughs) or best buy yeah favorite job ever and um, I had like a crazy, I had like an eighty-five percent closing rate. Oh man, that's amazing! Dude. Yeah, I was, I was really. What was good your, at it. what was your best, uh, like, what was your best close? Like, if someone was kind of humming and hawing, and you knew, like, like, what would you sort of say to, to kind of push them? I'm just super honest. Like, I would tell them straight up, like, if it was me buying a printer, I would buy this. If you're not buying a printer, you're buying this. I would. Canon. I was selling HP printers, but I would get Canon for this reason. I would get Epson for this reason, but this is why I get an HP. And, you know, it's totally up to you. Um, but I'm, I was just kind of candid and honest with them, but I think that resonated really well with people. Um, I also had like a baby face and, you know, I think <laughs> that that helped as well. Um, but, you know, if, if you spend the time and you're kind of walking them through all the decisions of all the printers uh, and you're, 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 you know, I just spend like say 15 minutes with this person, just slowly walking them through it all. And then just being very honest with them about why I think HP printers are the best. It's, it's a no brainer. Like, I don't know. I, I, at least that that's what the, the customers thought. Of. Well, and, and okay. And I'll, I'll be, I'll be, I mean, what you just said there makes a ton of sense. So I think that and I, I'm being a bit of a dick here. I take for granted that I do this on on the daily. This is my day job, so it's it's not. Um, you'll be shocked at how easy some of that stuff is, mm-hmm. and it's um, it's not as hard as it looks. Let's say it's mm-hmm. it's really not, and maybe that's why I'm just like. But but at the same time, yeah. If 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 you don't if you don't breathe this every day, being able to know that you could go go do it yourself and you can learn that language and you can you can um yeah it's that's a great skill to have and if you're going to self publish you want to be able to at least call out other people's bullshit if you did hire somebody so sure. you want to be able to you know if someone says that's going to take a week and it's going to cost you $5000 you want to be able to say are you kidding i did that for this little selfie stick thing it took me 5 minutes and it cost me 50 bucks like mm-hmm. Explain to me the discrepancy, please. And mm. um, I think that's great. So, I mean, really, the the, the topic of, of today was sort of goal setting for, for 2018. So, like, is that sort of the – is this sort of one of – like, are you going to kind of commit to this as a as something you want to really – like, yeah. so you're going you're gonna to dabble in onesies that are self-printed <laughs> – yeah, it sounds like so ridiculous when you say it all loud. No, no, I'm not laughing. I think it's a hey. I no, can I'll, I'll point but you yeah. right now. There's a Shopify app that just self prints. I yeah. don't know if they do onesies, but I mean, they you can set up an automated T-shirt store in yeah like 15 minutes. Um, so okay, and then you're it, it's the, the the bigger thing is really just being uh, more of a self promoter. Um. Because I'm not a self-promoter by any means. I'm more of the head down, do my shit, and I kind of quietly get recognized because um, I'll, 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 I'll do, I'll do, You'll do like, good, good work. work. Yeah. yeah. So I, I want to ask you about that because I think something mm-hmm. you're going to run into quickly 
Mm -hmm. And this is something where I realized with the nitro marketing that I was never going to be one of those money makers is that I was too embarrassed to tell anybody about what oh, I was doing. Yeah. And and you have to be a shameless self promoter. Like you have to be that guy on Facebook that people roll their eyes at when they see you yeah. on the feed talking about your book. Yeah. And there's there's part of me that's been trying to shake that feeling because I think a lot of that is just imposter or or um, your friends are actually jealous of you and that's why they resent it because they wish they had the balls to go talk about something they're passionate about. And mm -hmm. it's, it's not that you're a dick. It's that you're doing something that so many people wish they could do. And that's why I, 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 I think there's a lot of that mixed into it, but there's no question that some people are, you're going to become the joke where it's like, Oh my God, have you seen what Nick's doing? Like fucking talking about this book, <laughs> you, you know? And like, how do you feel about that? And it's, I feel incredibly uncomfortable. And this is even even when we talk about the pod and sharing that with people. And I always feel like a little uncomfortable sharing it. I don't know why I do. But it's always like, are people going to care? Are they going to be like, oh, my God, this this Nick guy. He's like some like weird wannabe renaissance man, but he's kind of shitty at all these things. You know, it's like a weird imposter. Yeah. Um, but it is. And it, it, but there's legitimacy to it. Like, I'm like, I'm not a professional podcaster. I'm we just have this conversation. I, I don't know if anyone gives a shit about this, but you start broadcasting, you know, to like hundreds, thousands of people. And then it's you're putting yourself out there. It's like you just fucking taking your clothes off, going on stage and performing. You know what I mean? It's just like it's it's weird. Like you're like this conversation. It's we're, we're bearing parts of ourselves that, um, you know, it was this is kind of like what we'd have a phone conversation about between me and you and not it wasn't really intended for <laughs> all these other people I know, to like to, you know? to, to be honest with you until right now i actually forgot that we were we were like we were podcasting and i actually realized i'm going to listen back to this i think i got kind of fired up at you which is which is <laughs> no, how i get in in person no. but i but but it's 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 legitimate because i i love you like i yeah. i, I want to see you succeed and i don't want to see you do something that you know you're gonna and i think i had you pegged as now that i understand i just wasn't listening and now that i understand what you actually want to do i i think it's a great idea and i totally support it and i will help you in in every way um I'll probably get a, little, a little black hat but let's not it's not yeah, but that's <laughs> cool man hey dude i mean come on black hats uh it's it's pretty fun when you start realizing how easy it is to manipulate a couple of things um you're also unfortunately at the tail end though, where it was so much easier, like yeah. three or four years ago. But now yeah. that the robots are in control, it's it is a, it is quite a bit harder. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. But um, but I think that um, where's I going with this? Oh yeah, on the on the self promotion piece. Mm -hmm. So something that I um, that I realized I'm not I'm still too embarrassed was during this whole crypto you know, whatever you call it, the, the bubble and everything. And I, I've just become this quasi crypto person that everybody asks questions to. And I had this thing over the break where I, I downloaded and paid $300 for this guy's crypto course. Mm -hmm. And it's one of the, I've seen a few of them. It's this course where he has like 13 videos and he teaches you about all these different tokens, and crypto. And honestly, it was, you know, 300 bucks and it was, just, oh, it was so bad. 
And I, I could have done a, I mean, I'm going to sound cocky here, but I know way more than this guy. And, but then I joined the Slack group because, you know, when you join, you get access to the Slack group. There's like five or 600 people in this group. So mm-hmm. he's making $150,000 or sorry, wait, is that right? 150 times 300. No, he's making uh, 15 grand. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's no, that's a nice little chunk of change that he's probably yeah. just put, putting into Bitcoin there. Yeah, so that's a Bitcoin right there. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, um, and I was like, I should do this. I should start just, I should put a course together and I should write an ebook and I could, and cause I know how to sell a fucking ebook. <laughs> so, yeah. well, I, and then I just, the, the whole conversation went from idea to excitement to talking myself out of it to fuck this because one, I got enough shit on my plate Two, I don't, I'm not going to be that guy on Facebook who's recording a video of himself talking about how you got to download my crypto course and um, I, I, I'm not that guy. And but you, but you are that guy in a way. I'm not, because no, I'm not though. You, you're I'm, not. I'm, you're not peddling the crypto course, but you are, say, promoting the podcast. You're always, like, you're always gonna wear that hat at some point if you're that, pushing anything you're doing. But okay, but I think the difference is with the podcast is that, uh, yeah, you're right. And you know what? I I had so much anxiety after that LinkedIn post because. I realized that there's a few people I included on that that was for the wrong reasons, and it, it was a, it was a it was a growth hack in a way. Yeah. It really was a growth hack, and yeah. I was embarrassed after I did it. But the feedback I got on it was great, and I had people who I haven't seen in a while who said, hey, I didn't know you did this. This is really cool. I think like, why didn't you, well, what took you so long? Why did you, why didn't you share it earlier? Or is, are you going to talk about more? Like you should do a whole crypto podcast and just talk about a different coin every week. I mean, I got good feedback on that, mm-hmm. on that post, but I still right now am mortified about, about it. And, yeah. but, but, but I think, I guess all I'm saying is I think I've come to terms for better or for worse, whether I'm limiting myself or not, that, I don't think I've got that. I don't think I've got that in me. Like the, the, the podcast to me is very different because I think that I, I really, I think it's authentic. I think we have the right intentions and. But don't, even, don't you think that guy doing the course had the same intentions? Absolutely not. What if I, he did? He didn't. He didn't. Because <laughs> I can, he didn't. No, no. And be, and again, I'm, I'm, I can smell the nitro marketing effect where I realized that he, he duped me and that's what I used to do to people. And it was sort of this like beautiful, you know, as I'm reading through this stuff, I'm like, Oh my God, like this is so shallow that now would I, would I consider doing a proper, like, like would I, would I actually like write a book on this? Maybe, but I just don't have the time for that. And that's not something that I want to, I'd rather invest in, in Hubba or in, in Able Cells or in this podcast. But so I, I, I don't know, like Ken, if I, if I looked at this course, um, maybe it would feel like it was worth it for me because I, you know a lot more about crypto than I do. You're a lot more well-versed, well-invested in crypto and I'm a lot more lay 
in that regard. And maybe if I read it, I'd be like, yeah, this is pretty good. Uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I, I, I guess all, 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 I'm, all I'm getting at is really there is a time for making and there's a time for selling. And, um, you know, at that sell point, you're going to have to be that idiot on the roof shouting and telling people to check this shit out. And it depends you... how you do it, but you're going to put yourself out there. So like, but, but what if, yeah, I know. And, and I think I, I think I, I have this, I have this thing in my mind that really wants, especially this podcast for whatever reason, maybe it's because I'm actually embarrassed or that I am, we do bear our souls a little bit more on this thing. And if we actually had 10,000 people listening to it, it would feel really weird and it would change things. And I, I don't know, cause we've never had that before, but there's this part of me that really wants to say like, we're, we're never going to advertise this thing. Mm-hmm. And I, and I want to see how many people are listening a year from today because I've got this maybe un, unguided idea that if we are authentic, we will find an audience. But to your point, I sound like one of those guys making the, the artist making the shirt. Right. Yeah. And, and, um, and believe, and really it's not hard to make a podcast. So it's not that, which again goes to what I was saying with you, your book though, you're, you're, you are doing something that is more difficult than other people are doing. So sure. it's, and the same way if one of your friends did like, uh, a piece of experiential art or something like that. Or I don't know, like um, instead of just making a t-shirt on a website, if they mm-hmm. actually went and printed a thousand of them mm-hmm. and started giving them to people for free, mm-hmm. that's something that elevates the the art form to a, to a different level. And like, yeah, there's too much competition in the world of t-shirts. So yeah you need to do something radical to to stand out or you need to just mm. take 500 shots knowing that 400 of them are 498 of them are going to fail mm-hmm. and um hmm. yeah. yeah but I, yeah i don't know it's it's i i don't know like in a perfect world i i i think like how you think and i generally think how you think like you make some be- something beautiful you're organically going to get a lot of following a lot of likes a lot of fucking listeners whatever it it might be but it's just not the way the world is um and i I don't know like it's just this weird uncomfortable like and ultimately that's what i want to break through and part of it honestly ken it's coming from our conversations because you i always pictured to be more of a sales pitch person you've always been that more of that person than i have (laughs) um but i'm like you're you're really good at it like i think if I'm a a like kind of five, you're like a you're like a twelve at this oh God, come on. aspect of things. Yeah. Um, but... No, but you are like rel- relative to me. I think you are a lot better at this stuff than I am. Um, but I'm like you know that's that's cool, and I I recognize that, and I I uh, I really respect that, and I I think that's amazing about you. Um, but I'm like yeah, maybe you know in order to get yourself out there to get recognition for things you kind of have to be that guy on that rooftop sometimes um and And, part of it is just being uncomfortable and and being okay with that and accepting that 
And I guess all I'm saying though is you, if you're talking about, uh, it's, it's the reason authors use pen names, right? Mm-hmm. You want to be able to throw it away if it sucks. And I've talked to you for enough time about this project. I, maybe I'm biased because I do want you to succeed. So I'm blinded by the fact that, you know, I have a vested interest in your success as a friend who wants to see another friend succeed. But Mm -hmm. you, you just want to, I actually don't think you need to be that guy shouting at the rooftop. I think that you, you, maybe you need to be a little more aggressive or you need to go like, you need to step out of your comfort zone, but I don't think you need to become one of these other kind of people that frankly have no, they have no substance. They're, Mm -hmm. they're peddling other people's substance or even worse, they're peddling no substance. And the only way to sell it is to shout from the rooftops or to be the, the, the snake oil salesman. And those people always end up getting found out or they end up getting completely destroyed by someone who is legitimate and who does have um so i i guess what i'm saying is like because your name is going to be attached to this mm-hmm. you i feel like you, the stakes are a little higher for you where with able cells sure my name is on the website because i'm running an experiment right now to see if humanizing the site increases conversions and it's not so i'm probably going to take my my name down or my, my picture down but ultimately if i if it fails i don't care i'll just shut it down and buy a new domain and, and try it again or do something different. Mm-hmm. Whereas like with a book, you're just, I don't know, it's, it's different in my mind. You're, you're, you're playing a little more with something that could burn you if you don't do it properly. Whereas a lot okay. of the stuff I play with is just pretty innocuous. It's not going to burn me. I can throw it okay. away. So, so let's, let's say, let's, let's go back to the pod then. How, how, what, what, what do you want the goals to be for the pod? Oh, good question. So I thought about this and I do think the only metric that we can uh, be honest with and try, I think there's two metrics. So okay. I have three here, but I think that one of them is too easy to game. So the three I was thinking of were <laughs> um, just just straight up number of, of downloads and tracking kind of like you said, instead of the absolute number, just the, the week over week um uh like the 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 stickiness so um it's just growth rate okay so gro- growth rate of the okay. podcast so okay. i think we should be growing the podcast 5% month over month would be a if we did that we'd have like 20% year over year growth or something like that mm-hmm. um so that's one uh, okay, but, okay, okay. Now, okay. So, are you gonna do, or are we gonna do anything to increase that number? Are we gonna be pitching it more? Yeah, I'll I'll get to the tactics. Um, okay. The the second one I think is we need to build a community. I think one of my goals for this podcast is to create a, or not create, let's say, but try to foster some kind of a community. So. I'm curious about who listens to this and why they listen to it. And if those people can actually have other conversations that can help each other that we don't provide for them. So mm-hmm. is there something common about all the people who find this interesting to listen to for an hour and a half, two hours? And 
I think the easiest proxy for that, because I just happen to like it, is is Twitter. So do we really start trying to engage with people on Twitter and use our Twitter followers or our engagement on Twitter as a as a proxy of of more of an in- so one is like an acquisition metric of number of downloads, then one would be mm-hmm. an engagement metric of conversations around what we're doing. And mm-hmm. um another way to measure that would be if we did uh, have a section of this podcast of like feedback or questions or something, then we would hopefully get to a point where we have more people asking us questions than we have time for on the podcast. So kind of a a very fuzzy goal would be that January of 2019, we have to have a pre-conversation about, okay, let's answer this question and this question and talk about this, but we don't have time for these five other things that people ask us about. Um, Which is in itself super weird because I don't know what people would ask us and I don't know if I'm some sort of weird expert because I don't, I don't know, you know, it's uh, like, what would, like, <laughs> what would they ask us? What, would, what do you think they would say? Like, Hey, can you talk about, um, fuck, I don't know, like the, some crypto thing would, can yeah, you, maybe, can you tell, maybe. tell me about ether? Can you tell, let's, let's talk about ether. Let's talk about iPhones. Let's talk about No, apps. maybe, but I don't okay, know. But I, I think, I think it's no secret now. We've been doing this for 13 weeks. You're, you know, the head of product at Sego. I'm a growth expert at Hubba. And I think that some of the questions could be as simple as like, um, they, they might just be very tactical questions about, I, hey, I'm trying to grow this app and I have this, pro- I have this question. And mm. you could feel that or I could feel that because I don't, you know, you know a lot about apps sure. and I, yeah. Th- then there could be something like, why did you guys, um, like I- I'm thinking about going to grad school. You guys talk a lot about grad school. Should I go to grad school? Um, or I could see people talking about, you know, you, you both have like done side projects. Like how do you decide um, when to actually do a side project? Like, do you have a framework you use? Do you, um, mm-hmm. I-, I don't know. I, I could see people... Okay. Okay asking us those kind of questions and then, or like we would literally have feedback on like someone might just, we might say something that really pisses somebody off and they might write us to say, Hey, last week you talked about, um, how Amazon or Alexa is blah, blah, blah. I can't believe you didn't mention how it's just an advertising vehicle for Amazon. And, you know, you guys are shills to corporate America and, uh, you know, and then we'd have a section where we would say like, wow, we got some really angry, we, we got a lot of hate on that thing we said about Alexa last week or something. I don't know. But that to me okay, would I, show that, yeah, that, okay. that we're having a diet. Oh my God. Alexa just answered me. That's <laughs> Jesus Christ. That was freaky. Oh my God. And she's still talking to me. <laughs> um, but okay, but I guess so. So one is like engagement, right? So, so acquisition and engagement. So are we getting are we getting sure. more downloads? And then how do we measure some kind of engagement of the community? Whether it's people just being like, "Hey, I love that pod you guys did last week." Cheers or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like mm-hmm. something where we and maybe then the best way to measure that would actually be reviews on iTunes or on uh, on Stitcher or something like that. But. Um, it's funny. I just had this exact same kind of conversation about like, uh, this, 
Sega World, the subscription service that we have. We're talking about 2018 and what kind of things we should do and uh, talking about like goals and, met- and like metrics and what things we should do. And really a lot of it comes down to like acquisition and retention, right? Like, yeah, in the, yeah, but, yeah. but ultimately it really comes for our conversation right now. It, I'm really interested in the tactics. Like, is there certain tactics that are not allowed or allowed? Like when we talk about having a, if we do, we could, is fake and pretend like we have this these kind of question, Q&A sessions and we make up these questions and we ha- answer them. And I imagine our listeners are going to then feel like, oh, okay, people actually ask questions. And maybe I'll, I'll, I'll actually feel inclined to ask them as well. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's certain, I don't know, if like growth tactics, I guess, uh, to, to up these numbers, right? Um, sure. Are you going to, on Twitter, are we reaching out to people? Are we starting the conversation or are we waiting for people to instigate with us, right? Um, well, I, I think if we make it a metric, then we do whatever it takes within our, like, okay, so like the way I approach this at, at Hubba or any company is, mm. yeah, I sit down with the, the stakeholders, so the CEO, my my, my CMO, my uh, my team, and we, we create a set of values, right, or mm-hmm. principles, like, okay, so for me, for example, I have a principle of of SEO where I I don't buy shitty links. So okay. now I don't say I'm not going to buy links because sometimes you come across a very legitimate website that you would love to get a link from and you need to somehow pay for it, whether it's giving them free product or um, doing a favor for them or putting a link to one of your other sites to theirs. Like there's always some sure. form of, yeah. And if you said, I'm never going to pay for links, well, then you're never going to rank for SEO. But Mm -hmm. there are sites right now where we could go to where we could get 500,000 links to our site in 10 Mm -hmm. minutes. And yeah, it's pretty cool when you see yourself pop at the the search rankings, but that's just not sustainable and blah, blah, blah. So like that's a principle Mm -hmm. we have. It's if that conversation ever comes up, we just know it's a non-starter. So I Mm -hmm. think that once we decide on our goals, we would then just come up with our, our principles and say, I don't think we, I don't know if we necessarily have to do that on, on the, on the pod. Maybe we should, but, um, and then as long as it abides by the principle and it serves the goal, then it's fair game. So, so yeah, I think if like it's Twitter followers, then yeah, we would be, uh, paying, I'd be running ads on Twitter. Um, I Mm -hmm. would be, um, reaching out to people who have other podcasts. I would be asking if we could be guests on other people's podcasts or mm-hmm. um, I would be uh, any topic we talked about. I would find people on Twitter talking about that and link our podcast to them and ask them for feedback. Um, you know, mm-hmm. just really boring hand to hand combat that unless we have a big budget, that's kind of all we can, all we can do. Mm-hmm. And um and then I'd probably, yeah, I'd, I'd try uh, maybe advertising on another podcast that might only cost us like 500 bucks. I think we could probably, you know, uh, save up and, and, and do that. Um, maybe like th- there's a ton of tactics mm-hmm. that, that we yep. could do to, to yep. just push this out um, a little, a little further. But mm. I, what I wouldn't want to do though is like, you know, um, you know, like or like one of the things I would take off the table would be hire a company in India to uh, scrape and find emails of every uh, person in tech in Toronto and then spam them or something like that or email mm-hmm. them or whatever. Like that's not something that 
that I would I would sign up for. Mm-hmm. Um, th- that's the kind of stuff I'm I'd be thinking about. Or mm-hmm. one of our principles is that like we don't want to spend money, and then we'd have to do the kind of the more hand to hand combat stuff. And I kind um, of almost think we we shouldn't spend money um, because to your initial point about like um, having a real following of people who just like us for kind of who we are or whatever else, you know, they just enjoy that conversation. You kind of want the authenticity. You don't want to buy that in a way. Right. Yeah, I I agree. And I mean, I said that just from that's why I think the Twitter one was the one I was thinking Mm -hmm. of getting rid of because it's too easy to game. It's, Mm -hmm. it's very easy to get Twitter followers and engagement. And, um, I, I think the, if, if like the, the true metric would be things like we start advertising the, uh, okay. So one of the simplest things that, that we should do, and maybe I'll, I'll have to it right here is if you do listen to this and you do like it, we would really appreciate if you left us a review on wherever you listen to this podcast. And if you share it with one person, just share it with one person and say, Hey, here's something that I think you might be interested in. If everybody did those two things, then we really wouldn't maybe even need to do anything. Like it could actually mm-hmm. grow organically and take care of itself. But I just last week reviewed Joe Rogan's podcast and I've been listening to him religiously for three years. So, mm-hmm. I mean, and he has 3 million subscribers or something and he only has a thousand reviews. So, yeah. I mean, clearly people don't review podcasts very much. But do we even have it? Like you show me some reviews, but I don't see any when I go to iTunes. There's a couple I see on iTunes, yeah. I see three of them, I think. Oh, I'm on my desktop. Um, but maybe it's like they oh, maybe, separate yeah. them. Yeah, I think it's on you have to go on your phone. Um so mm. and again, like now that I'm even saying it out loud, there's part of me that almost wants to really not do anything fancy and just say maybe what we do for the year is we um we we recut the podcast every week where we have a section that we say how to support this podcast so you know do we accept donations do we um do we do Mm -hmm. what like I, i don't know like do we have a sponsorship thing where we say look if you have something you're interested in in sharing we're happy to talk about it i mean that to me just feels totally fake because we just don't have the audience to support uh, any kind of sponsorship. Um, but, but I think there's, yeah, like we could also, uh, as another angle is like put our podcast on like Patreon or something. Right. Yes. Yes. That's a great idea. Yes. We could just add ourselves to Patreon and be like, Hey, if you want to support us, just go to Patreon and our yeah. Patreon. Yeah. And, uh, you know what? We should do that. We, we really should do that. That's, that's, that's a great idea. That's what the platform is there for. And, um, it's, it's the, it's the cleanest form of support because ultimately I don't ever want to, if we, if we were ever going to do this where people would pay us, I wouldn't, I'd rather have that than, than ads. Um, yeah. If we go on, if we go on Patreon, like how would this work then? We just have our, like, what would we even give these people every month? We just, they get access to our pod ahead of time or something no like, no i think i think happen? it would literally just be like look if you want to buy us a coffee every month you know just support us give give us give us a dollar or two every i don't know like whatever we decide to mm-hmm. 
but mm-hmm. I love, um, I think we talked about this. Like, I think, oh God, I can't even say it. Cause I, I don't even want to compare us to somebody like Sam Harris, but, um, you know, it's like, Hey, if you can afford a cup of coffee a month, why don't you give me $3 a month? And mm-hmm. you know what? If you can't afford a cup of coffee a month, then don't just listen to it for free. That's totally cool. Um, yeah. but if you, if you've got a couple extra bucks lying around, yeah, show your support or something like that. Um, God, I feel like such an imposter saying that. Like, I don't think anybody should pay for this. <laughs> yeah, don't. <laughs> oh my God. Like, like that makes me very uncomfortable. Um, uh, but, but, and, and, but, but it shouldn't. Yeah. Like, I mean, we are, uh, I don't know. Uh, God, like, yeah, that, that feels very uncomfortable. Uh, no, it, it totally does. And, but I, I, anyway, so that's kind of what my goal is for this year is to be more uncomfortable in that skin. Um, because it's in it's a, if it's uncomfortable for you, it's really fucking uncomfortable for me because you're a twelve, I'm a five in this space. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like, what if we? Okay, then oh, should we set like a revenue goal? Like, is this a business? I don't, I don't even know if we want to. I, I I don't think at this point. I think that I don't, I don't think we're ready for that yet. In my opinion. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm I'm with you, but I I wanted to kind of just test that water because I I think that ultimately that's the cleanest. Um. So I think the reason why, if you say I'm a twelve, I don't say I don't think I'm a twelve. Maybe I'm a seven or an eight. But I I listened to this guy Zig Ziglar for three <laughs> for three years. Every yeah. every minute I was in my car, I was listening mm-hmm. to Zig Ziglar. Every minute I was walking, I was listening to Zig Ziglar. And he has infected my mind in the best possible way because he's one of my he's just one of my heroes and I just love so much of what he, he talks about. Mm-hmm. And he tells the story how he gets into this cab and he tells you know, he tells the guy that he's a or I, oh, fuck, I, I'm butchering the story now, but basically he says to the guy Hey, like, what's the number one priority for for your business? And the guy says, "Oh, well, like to, you know, to 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 provide value for my customers." And he mm-hmm. says, "No, like, it's to make a profit." Mm-hmm. The guy's like, "What, Zig? Like, you're you're Zig Ziglar. You're the value seller. Like, how can you say profits?" And he's like, "Yeah, because if you don't make the profit, you can't pay the people, and if you don't pay the people, they can't pay their mortgage, and if they can't pay their mortgage, then their kids can't go to school. Like, you." He was just that, you know, everything revolves around running a successful business because then you can actually affect more change. You can you can do it full time. You can have a bigger impact and all that jazz. So mm-hmm. I think there's like something to be said where if we really got serious on who our audience is, what the focus is, and if we think we could actually have a, a 1% impact to our audience, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. I could say, you know what, let's set a revenue goal. Let's make it so that we could do this full time, have a bigger impact. And, but I don't think we're there yet. So all that being said, I think that acquisition and engagement would be a good, a good, yeah. uh, a good goal for us. So I mean, maybe, um, I would love to, I think a, a good goal for us really just brass tacks would be mm. if by January 4th, 2019, we could have a thousand people listening to every episode. Mm-hmm. I think we would be that that would be huge. So to me, that should be our acquisition goal is to have a thousand people um, 
listening to our consistently listening to our podcast. So taking it from like eighty to a thousand. Correct. So ten okay. xing our our um our reach basically. So like the the crypto one, um, had about three hundred people who mm-hmm. listened to it, and mm-hmm. I think that it'll be interesting to see how many people listen to this one. Isn't that fucking weird? Isn't that really fucking weird? (laughs) It's very weird. It's, yeah, it's very weird. It's like 300 people is, that's like um, us giving a talk at like a university class. That's That's like us talking at a university and people just (laughs) listening and people are taking notes or whatever, recording our conversation. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. That's really weird. Um, That is really weird. But again, what's fascinating is I have no idea if that's good or not. Which leads me to a side project that I want to talk about, but uh, let's not talk about it today. But th- I want to get your feedback on the pod on a side project that I think could help other people and help us, but not not today. Um, I, I think I think one other metric I want to put in is by the end of or in 2018 to have 50 episodes. Oh yeah, yeah, but that'll. So yeah, we'll, not not even fifty. Like how many, we have thirteen right now. So, uh, was that fifty six? So like I don't know, sixty sixty five episodes by the end of twenty seventeen. Okay, I like that. I think we should we we just basically can't miss a week. I even regret we should have recorded last week. Um, and that was my fault because I I was uh, I think you would have I think you were down for it. I I kind of wanted I think I wanted a break, but um. No. But it could be even – I think that's what I like about that metric though is that it just keeps us focused on the product a little bit. Because I think in the other metrics, what is kind of bad is like you easily can switch hats and you get into that sell mode, which is totally fine and it's cool. But then at the end of the day, if you don't – if we don't keep this up, then there's nothing to even sell, right? No, I agree with you and, and maybe – maybe then a cleaner metric would be like, okay, one thing that I would feel really great about and I would feel like we've, even if we just got one or two this whole year, if we should probably create an email address for for this. So I'll do that tonight. I'll create an email address. So let's let's pick it right now. It'll be... Done some problems at Gmail? I don't know. No, no, because we have the domain. So it'll be like um, hello at pencil problems. Sure dot com okay sure. so there you go yeah. hello at pencilproblems.com yeah. and that will yeah. be forwarded to you and i um i would love for somebody to just legitimately tell us something like whether something we said helped you whether you hated it whether you loved it like i would even if you don't leave a review publicly just to to say that something that you thought about something differently like that we, we changed your thinking on something or like to have that happen organically where if we just put our 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 email address on the website or if we we drop it at the beginning and end of every episode and mm-hmm. then some very small percentage of people actually wrote and said hey like i i really liked when you talked about the imposter syndrome i i have the imposter syndrome all the time and that episode was really cool thank you very much for putting that out there like that to me combined with doing it every week might even mm-hmm. be enough because if one person is writing in saying that something we said made them think about something differently, then mm-hmm. other people are probably having those moments too that they just don't want to tell us. So, yeah. Um, 
but but does that sound too like lofty like does that make us sound like we're trying to like have some impact that it's kind of bastardizing the original idea where it's just you and i having a conversation no i like ultimately if you have any feedback about this if you have any good grad good bad criticism whatever just write something at hello at pencilproblems.com <laughs> that's it like no, yeah. no 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 pressure if you want to just even say hi that's totally cool yeah okay um, um I, I like that i think those are two I, I think those are good goals so just hitting a consistency every week mm-hmm. um and and that'll also force us to double up on some weeks where if we have the energy we can put a few in the bank and then if we go on vacation we don't have to worry about you know uh struggling to get an episode done if one of us is away we could, we just know that we've got we've got like padding or something like that yeah um, and it's honestly like it, part of it's just the body of work like i just want to feel like at the end of this we have like wow shit we we even now i feel like we have 13 fucking episodes i was like that's crazy this is 14 14 episodes that, oh that's hey, a lot hang on can i add another another goal yeah um we have to do at least one in person okay and we have to have at least one guest. Okay. So I think that that's way too easy. We'll probably hit that pretty pretty quickly if we just wanted to just knock it off the list. But I do think that trying this in person would be would be good. Mm-hmm. And whenever it feels right to have a guest, I think we should. Um, I mean, I want to throw it out there that it would be kind of epic if we got Ron Becker. <laughs> Um, oh, God. <laughs> but like, uh, really, like I, I actually kind of, I was thinking about it over the break and I, I, I told my buddy Anson who listens to this, that I wanted to get him on to talk about, uh, crypto. Mm-hmm. Um, but is, is he the, 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 crypto expert you're referring to? He's one of them. There's actually another person too, um, that I would, um, like, and I think what we could start to do if we start getting the reps in where mm-hmm. even if we don't have the audience size, mm-hmm. kind of like you said, around the body of work, once we show people that this is serious, I don't think it's out of the realm that we could go hit above our weight and bring on a, a legitimate expert that we don't even know um, mm-hmm. and or, or somebody that we know through a friend who is kind of a big deal, like, you know, like maybe a, a Yan Chip Chase. Mm-hmm. Or, um, <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, you know, we had nerd boners uh, at the Kai conference in 2007 watching you talk about people carving their phone numbers into the into their huts. Um, Dude, it was fucked. Like, because he was speaking, but I felt like it was almost like a rock concert. It was. He was, it, that was like the, and. It's weird. It was so weird. And I think we were early, like if we could have bought stock in Yan Chip Chase back in oh, 2000 and God. my God, we'd be real, like. He gets so much engagement on Twitter. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, okay, but so. Uh, okay, so hello at pencilproblems.com. Uh, a thousand listeners uh, in person, one guest, maybe Yanchip Chase or Ron Becker or Miller um, <laughs> or Masashi. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. I like that. That's a good. Um, that is a good that's a good goal. Sweet. Sorry, you cut out there for a bit. Ah damn, okay. So I just basically Hello? summarized I summarized. oh, you there? Hello.
Hello. Hey, can you hear me? Oh, yeah, you hear me? Oh, yeah, you dropped off a bit. Um, That's okay. I'll cut that out. Yeah. Miller, um, Masashi, Ron Becker, Yon Chip Chase, Chase, whoever. Yeah, whoever. We can, get, we, get yeah, whatever. We, can, yeah. we can even bang them out at the same time. We can do the in-person even with a guest, too. Yeah, that's true. Mike Massimi. Um, Mike Massimi. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, okay, so any other goals you want to... So it sounds like you're... Sounds like you're on track for your month eight. You're feeling good. You're going to experiment with some e-commerce stuff. I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to do a Kickstarter this year. I think. Nice. Okay. I, I think. I, I think that's a good way. I think that's the way right now for indie uh, uh, books. Yep. Hundred percent agree. And, um, but to me again, like so now I'll go back to my original uh, saltiness. There is so much to learn on that front that oh. I would say don't even fuck with your onesies and just go straight into Kickstarter. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I have a few director people in mind. I actually have an idea of how I want this video to be because I think a yeah, lot of it comes down it, to that video. It has to be the video, yeah. Um, so I have a couple director friends. I'm going to ask them and get some feedback and uh, maybe maybe uh, get their help. I don't know yet. Um, okay. But yeah. Okay, so Kickstarter... Kickstarter and... e-commerce. Um, I have another. I have an Instagram account for Abby right now, and uh, maybe I build Instagram following behind that. I'm not sure yet, but we are going to post every day, and it's less for that, but more because uh, I feel like I'm becoming that weird photo dad on Instagram, and it's just too much. On I, I feel like I need to dial it back a bit, so I'm going to put it on her own account. Oh, that's smart. Okay. Yeah, no, I know. I looked at my Instagram feed over the break and I have three pictures, like my, my latest three pictures on Instagram all involve Star Wars and my kids. And I'm like, man, I'm just like, I'm just a walking stereotype right now. Like this is, I'm like the Star Wars dad. So it's, uh, I, I just, my wife is our Instagrammer. I, I just, I've given up. I, I hate Instagram. I, uh, yeah, I got yeah. problems, but, um, so my my goals um for able cells are really mm -hmm. simple. Okay. I uh so I want to own the top uh position on search for two keywords. Um so one is uh exogenous ketones Canada. <laughs> the other <laughs> Really? Is that a good is that a strong uh yeah. a strong Okay. Yeah, it's a good one. Um okay. and the other would be uh, oh shit! I had it down here. Uh, oh, Keto Products Canada, which is real. Like that one would be uh, okay. crazy. And okay. then um, I want to bump my conversion rate from two uh, percent to six percent. So this right is, now, my uh, add add to carts or is total actual purchase? To total. So right now, my checkout flow is two percent. So I get uh, I get about eighty visits a day mm -hmm. and about uh, two orders a day. So is that? Oh, well, that's pretty that? good, man. Uh, 80 divided by two, wait, two divided by 80. Yeah. So I'm at like 2.5% and embarrassed. I had to do that math on the calculator and I would like that to be, I mean, 10% would be nice, but I think that that's actually really hard. I think 6% mm -hmm. is even going to be tricky, mm -hmm. but, um, 
that would that would be huge actually like if i was doing 6 to 10 orders a day that that would not be um i've realized that i'm not losing money but i need to be doing about 10 orders a day to really make money if that makes sense so okay. i i started doing the math on like buying boxes in bulk, buying packing nuggets in bulk. And if I was doing enough, if I was doing about 10 orders a day, I could pay my mortgage with Able Cells. Mm. So that would be, that would be nice. Um, yeah. And then uh, the last one, which I, I'm, I'm kind of worried about committing to publicly, but I think I'm, I'm ready to is I, I want to, actually make a product this year. So I think mm -hmm. I'm going to do, I don't know what it is yet, something related to Able Cells. So whether I mm -hmm. try to make my own ketone blend or whether I try to make a keto cookie that I sell on my website or a keto bar, I don't know yet what that's going to look like, but I, I feel like I've got a good understanding of the buyer side, mm -hmm. having been a, a wholesale buyer now for four months. But... Uh, the reason why I did this was to learn more about Hubba and about our buyers and brands at, on Hubba. And I feel like I've got a pretty good understanding of, of what an early buyer has to do, but I don't have that understanding of, of, of an early brand. And I want mm -hmm. to, um, I want to get exposed to that world. Like I want to learn about labels and, and, and packaging and, and importing mm -hmm. into Canada and regulations and shit that sounds so boring, but, I know that that's pain that our brands are feeling. So I want to go through that pain too. Mm -hmm. Nice. So yeah. <clears throat> that's, um, that should be enough to keep us busy. Plus all of our, our actual, like, do you have any, uh, like personal, like new year's goals? Like, did you, do you do resolutions and stuff? Yeah, I have two. Uh, one is to read a book a month. Um, interesting. And Hey, can I, 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 are, are you, yeah. are you a, are you a dedicated or what's the word? Are you a a finisher? If you hate a book, do you finish it out of out of spite? I used to. Now I don't. Now I abandon ship and move on to the next. What um, what what made you change that? I just find I read a lot of these like uh, nonfiction kind of like um, social science kind of books. Yep. Uh, and then after a while, it's really it's really engaging in the first quarter, and then I find in the back half it just ends up being very repetitive and you made your point like you read like i you know we you talked about system one system two stuff in that uh think fast think slow which one was it? i forgot what it's called now um oh thinking fast and slow yeah thinking fast and slow right yeah i haven't even read it i it's actually i it's on my uh cart in amazon right now but i actually haven't read it um but i imagine they're going to make that point early on it's going to be like whoa cool i never really thought about that that's really interesting and then it's going to be chapter over chapter of just repeating the same thing, but in a different way. So it's funny. That might be the one exception because that book is so dense that every chapter is almost like its own little book. Oh, so, okay. okay. But I know exactly what you mean where I find that I'll pick up one of these books and you read the summary or, or you, mm -hmm. you, you read the first um, – five pages of the chapter and then the rest of it is almost just like supporting stories to support the, yeah to support the, 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 the five, the, like the, the two page point they made at the beginning. Yeah. Like this and could have been a blog post. Did in, you, in a way. Um, yeah. Have you, have you heard of Blinkist? Yeah. 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 So uh, I, signed, I actually I, haven't, have you? Yeah. 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 I, I signed up for it and it's, 
a little I, I I almost want Blinkist plus plus. Like I I think they could do a little bit more. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm not getting my money's worth where they they summarize it so much, like it's so condensed that mm-hmm. they're I feel like it's not quite enough for me. And mm-hmm. what I'd rather do is just buy the book like the audiobook and then listen to five minutes into a chapter and then just skip the chapter, which is now mm-hmm. what I do a lot where I it's sort of like, you know, pick up the phone, get the message, hang up the phone. So mm-hmm. listen to a chapter. You're like, oh, I get it. Okay, now he's just going to tell five stories about how this works. I, I understand how this works. I'm going to just cut. And mm-hmm. um, No, but but I ask you because there's this great podcast. Uh, do you know, um, I think his name is Naval. Oh, what's his last name? He's a famous, he runs Angel List. What the hell is his last mm. name? Anyway, I'll send it to you. Okay. But he's... Um, He's this like famous uh, investor, big in the crypto, um, and he did this podcast on this great uh, blog, Farnham Street, and he talks about how, like, he makes this really good case about why you should never read a book that you're not into, and mm-hmm. I've seen it go viral where just on Twitter, people are like quoting him like, man, thank you, I've always wanted to give up books and I never had the balls, and anyway, this is a long digression, but... I just started like a month ago where I I have not finished books and that's the first time I've ever done that and it feels so good. So that's why I asked good, you. Right? Yeah. yeah, like I, I guess I started on this because uh, uh, a buddy of mine lent me this book, Autobiography of a Yogi, and I hear great things and it's supposed to be a staple, one of those staple kind of books. Um, and I honestly read... 10 pages and I never got past that and I was just sitting there and I wanted to return it to him but I couldn't and it was just it was like a weight that I couldn't get off my shoulders like I was like fuck I I should finish this but I don't really want to read it right, right. now yeah least, yeah you know? um and then I lent him like a Mahayana Buddhism book and it was like same thing for him and we both felt bad giving the book back but mm-hmm. we both weren't reading it either and it was just like a weight off for both of us to just like, you know, I, I'm sure these books are great, but it's just not not for right now. Yeah, yeah. And 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 uh, I don't know if you've seen that really great Wait But Why. Do you know Wait But Why blog? No. Um, he wrote this this post that went really viral where he breaks down how little time you really have in life. And mm-hmm. the one that like stuck out was by the time you're 18 years old and you leave home for university, you've already spent 80% of all the time that you will spend with your parents for the rest of your life. So like by the time you leave home, that's it. 80% of your time with your parents is is gone. Like he, he put life into like these kind of interesting perspectives. Mm -hmm. And one of them, he just shows you like how many books, like if you're, he, I think he was 33 when he wrote it. So he's around our age Mm -hmm. and he just shows you visually in like these little icons, how many more books you're probably going to read in your life. Mm-hmm. And he's like an avid reader. So he shows you how many books he's probably going to read. And it's like nothing. It's yeah. like 350 or, or something like that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. when you think about how many books are out there and you only have 300 to 500 to pick from that you're, mm-hmm. that you're going to be able to read, man, like you got to, you you got to drop a book if you're not interested, you know. And uh, uh, yeah, no, for sure. I I think that's such a great. Uh, anyway, sorry, this is a long digression. So your goal was read a book a month, and your second book, one book was... a month. Uh, and the second book, uh, the, uh, sorry, the second goal uh, 
is motivated by the Bill Simmons uh, podcast. And I think I told you this, but um, someone asked him, like, hey, give me some advice for, like, I'm a new up-and-coming writer. Do you have any tips for me? And he asked them, like, so, you know, who who, who do you like? Who who are you into? And they oh, don't have yeah. an answer. Like the hero idea. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, I should I should know this. And um, I, I think I in all the aspects of my life, I want to find five heroes. Um, and... Not necessarily five, even five, reach five for five for each or five, five for in, each. Interesting. Five for each. Okay, so that's even, a lot. That even, sounds like a lot. So for podcasting, for for books, for uh, product stuff at work, for um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like five heroes, and it's just it's going to force me to kind of go deep a little bit. But at the same time, in um, the Bill Simmons example, like these guys are up up becoming writers, and like I want to I want to make a book and. I should be reading more and I need to figure out, um, you know, what kind of tone I want. And cause he's like, it's interesting. Cause if you know who your five are, you're, you're going to, you're, you're in the world, you're, you're deep into it and you're going to pick up things. You're going to take a little bit of, from this guy, a little bit from that guy. And you're going to figure out like a style that, that works for you. And, um, and are you talking about, are these people that you want to communicate with? Are, like, are they, are they living people? Can they be dead people? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think you have to reach out to them. Really, you you could. I think that would be nice. I think that ties into the other goal of just being putting myself out there more. Um, but it is really to just find like dive a little bit deeper into my world and find other people who are doing great things in this space. I guess. Hmm. Um, but yeah, but framing it as like five heroes, I kind of want. I, I kind of like that and. Uh, uh, I don't know, like off the top, like Bill Simmons podcast, I for sure, like I, I would put him as one of my heroes. Even like writing wise, like I like Anthony Bourdain. I really like his style because he has this like unadulterated, I don't give a fuck honesty to him, but he's also very insightful at the same time. Um, and I like that. And I, 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 and I think reading that part way through writing my uh you know we're working on the the book is has been really motivating because i'm like oh that's cool like he he's kind of hitting that tone that i like to hit that i want to hit and uh there is obviously a, a lane for that and that that was interesting um but yeah so anyway so that, that's kind of it and uh so even the books i'm reading now are going to be a little bit moving away from the stuff i traditionally read and um just reading interesting things um so we'll we'll see. Interesting. I like those. Those are um I like the hero one. I think I'm a big fan of archetypes and like mythology and I but a lot of my heroes are 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 dead. Like they're mm-hmm. um they're more archetypes or um you know, but I like the idea of having somebody that maybe you could actually uh, you know, communicate with. I, mm-hmm. I maybe mm-hmm. professionally, I have a couple of those people that I really look up to, and I, mm-hmm. I will occasionally email and just be like, "Hey, what do you think about this?" And, um, you know, they they will sometimes write back, and sometimes they won't. But mm-hmm. um, I, I, that's a that's a good one. Mine are um, mine are not nearly as exciting as yours. My my first one is I want to be more active socially in my in my personal life, so. My wife tends to do all of our planning and yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think it's actually a lot more work than she lets on and I sort of realize that I kind of come to a weekend and I'm like, all right, so like what's what are we doing? Like what's yeah. what's on the what's on the agenda this weekend? And I for some reason I think I thought I was doing her a favor by 
letting her kind of do what she wanted. But I think that one, there's a lot of people that I've kind of made commitments to like you, like I want to have you um, and your family over to our house. And Mm -hmm. I could tell my wife to go plan that, but that feels like a very like old fashioned chauvinistic thing to do. So (laughs) I can call you and say, Hey Nick, are there times you know, yeah. we're booking, we're booking into March. Are there times that work for you? Um, and so that, that's just one like okay. really, or like even a vacation, my wife does all of the vacation prep. I want to, mm-hmm. I want to try to like plan a vacation or something like that. Like just, mm-hmm. I want to do some of that work. And, uh, that's one thing. And then the other one is a really, uh, two really simple ones that I could technically cross off the list next weekend if I wanted to. I want to uh, make a kick-ass prime rib mm-hmm. and a beef Wellington. Oh, interesting. That's it. No, I, I don't know. Like those, it sounds like they might be easy. Uh, the, the, sorry, the regarding the beef Wellington and the prime rib. But, you know, we talked about this a little bit with the the kind of the expert. Or yeah, people, yeah, what yeah. What was it about? Um, but it's, which, which one is it called? What do we call it? Fuck. Oh, I got to look this oh, up. Oh, uh, no, no. Um, proficient. That, oh, the the uh, the Dreyfus or, model of skill acquisition. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like and, pragmatic um, thinking and learning. Yeah, and you know it, it's but it's it's really hard to get. It's gonna be easy to get something that's decent, but it's gonna be hard to get something that's amazing. Or yeah, like I guess what I want to be able to do is I want to be able to host a, a holiday get together next December with mm. our family or friends. Mm-hmm. And really feel v- so comfortable. So we we had a uh, we had our family over for New Year's Eve, mm-hmm. and I my, my wife was sick. She got oh my poor wife. She got so sick over the break, and she wasn't feeling well. She was she was feeling better, but not a hundred percent. So mm-hmm. I had to take on a lot of the 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 cooking and like that. And man, I was stressed the fuck out. Like I like just get you know we had chicken and salmon and uh, we had veggies. We had all this stuff going on and. I, I I give myself like a five. Um, the salmon tasted like nothing. The chicken skin was all gross and like flabby. And I, I mean, people were polite and everything tasted okay. But, you know, I just, I want to be able to host a party and be calm and collected and enjoy a glass of wine and then mm-hmm. sit down and be like, wow, this is great food. And it's like, yeah, no, no big deal. It's, it's just a little prime rib and beef wellington. No, no, no big deal. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, and I think the only way that's going to happen is if I like just do dry runs. Like if I just practice making prime rib like five or six times this year. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think you can just sort of do it. You can't do it in theory. You just have to do it. Like you got to practice. So, but I think the, the easier some things sound, it's actually the harder they are. Um, oh yeah, like beef Wellington. Oh my God, forget about it. I, my brother-in-law bought me this master class from Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> the um, do, do, do you know do you know those masterclass things? Like, have you I seen saw them on Facebook? a fucking plug for that on Facebook or somewhere yeah. with Gordon Ramsay. He's a masterclass. He's pitching yeah. that thing, and he talks about making the perfect omelet. And I've been on this quest to make the perfect omelet since I got back from Japan because I had yeah. the perfect omelet in Japan. Anyways, I tried to do it just like how he did in the video, and it does not. It's kind of shitty. I it, I've done it like six times now, the same what? way he's done it, and I'm like, this is garbage. Like I, it's just it's terrible. Like I'm doing something wrong. But but that, I think that's it. So like I want to. I love I love my I love me my Gordon Ramsay and my uh, my Jamie Oliver. My favorite yeah, Christmas tradition yeah. is watching the Gordon Ramsay and Jamie Oliver Christmas specials. 
Um, so, yeah, but that's cool. mine. Mine are pretty, uh, oh. you know, I end up like making $5 million on crypto, obviously. Yeah. Um, w- were you scared when the Bitcoin dipped? Nah, man, come on. I got out of that. No, I'm kidding. I, I was surprised. I didn't think it was going to dip that much. Yeah. And man, we could do a whole follow up, like the amount of shit that I've learned about how fucked up the whole, like the insider trading and all the shit that went on over the break. Like it's, it's crazy. But oh, um, for all you people who want a little bit of insight from at least my thinking, I'm just, I'm moving into the token market. So I'm buying just hundreds of weird tokens I know nothing about, hoping that one of them pops. So <laughs> <laughs> that's my new strategy. I think today, just before this podcast, I bought like 15 tokens. I don't even know what they're, I didn't even know what they were called. I just saw them on the ticker. I'm like, yeah, I'll buy 500 of that. Where, where, you know, where, like, where are you buying like them? Pennies. Um, uh, Bitfinex. And, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, what's the one? My, my buddy Nick just put me onto one today. Uh, it's called, it's actually really slick. Uh, Bin, Binance or yeah, Binance. Binance or Binance, I don't know. But um, anyway, all right, man. Well, we've done. Uh, this is this is my <laughs> this might be our longest one. This is clocking in at like two hours and fifteen and two hours and fifteen minutes. So uh, really? okay, I know. Yeah, it's been a long one. I might cut the. Well, I might cut quite a bit of the intro. We'll see. But um, okay. oh fuck, this is long. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut, cut, cut away, man. You can cut maybe almost like a lot of the back half of this whole conversation. I don't even know. <laughs> No, again, like, this is the whole point. I don't want us to, you know, you don't have to listen to the end of this. Like, it's like, I, you know, yeah. Yeah. And, but honestly, like, in, in terms of, like, growth hacking this and getting more users and all that stuff, I yeah, I, we'd be, I almost we'd, think, like, if yeah, we, we cut to... these to, like, five, ten minutes, we're, we're, we'd get so many more people. But that's not really what we probably do. Yeah, but, but maybe maybe we experiment with the the format again and we and we uh you know we we yeah I, there's a lot of stuff i think that we that yeah. we could be doing differently we probably right. shouldn't talk for two and a half hours every week yeah it might be too long but um okay we'll, we, we, we'll one day we'll get under an hour and we'll keep it under an hour and we'll do it for one episode and see you know what i feel like if we start doing a couple a week we could probably, like, I think it's because we don't talk to each other every day that when we mm-hmm. talk to each other, we have all this other stuff to say. So if we talk to each other more, who knows? Maybe naturally they'd cut down. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, um, yeah. Have a great, uh, have a great week. I think I'm. I got a lot of energy. I drank like two cups of coffee while we were, uh, while we were doing this. So um, yeah. I'm probably gonna Just... be up. Till like three o'clock. I'm feeling feeling like I'm going to be really productive, and then I'll I'll pay for it tomorrow night. I just had an espresso, but I got to work on my e-commerce store right now. You son of a bitch, <laughs> dude! I'm going to uh, CES next week. Oh, uh, amazing! Yeah, and then actually the week after, I'm going to be in. I'm going to visit Amazon. I'm going to be in Seattle. So Jeez, what? Oh yeah. man. You gotta uh, uh, you gotta do some you gotta do some corporate spying for me. See if they've got a wholesale division that they're building out. Okay, I want it. Um, yeah, um, baby and Alicia are gonna come with me, so we'll, we'll see how this 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 goes. Okay, well, why don't we wait? They're coming to Vegas. <laughs> yeah. 
damn. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm going to see them, but Alicia's like, whatever, man. I, I'm going to be doing the same thing I do there that I do here. Yeah, it's that's different true. Setting, and to be so. fair, you may as well travel because your um, Abby's free. Yeah. So, yeah, you may as well get as many of those flights in as you can. Um, and, uh, man, I can't wait to hear about your food adventures and the buffets. You got to go to the W Hotels Buffet. Oh, no, no, the Cosmo. Cosmo oh, Buffet. Okay. Oh, my God. It's so good. Okay. It's it's expensive, it. but it's really good. Um, okay, so why don't we try to do you want to try to record another one this week? Uh, we could maybe we hit one up this weekend. Yeah, then. and then that that'll save you next week, and then we could even do. I, well, I can anyway, do one we'll, in, in Seattle. I'll, I'll have time. Um, okay, okay, but I mean, we could yeah. we could easily do one. Uh, I don't think you want to be worrying about this at CES. I think you should be focused on CES. Mm-hmm. So let's try to yeah. do one. Let's try to do one on on the weekend. Okay, cool. Sounds good, man. All right, buddy. Have a good one. Peace. Bye. You can get everything in life you want if you'll just help enough other people get what they want. For example, if you're a salesman or sales lady, (laughs) if you're selling a product that solves a problem, then you're helping someone else get what they want, which is the solution to the problem, so you get what you want and what you deserve. If you're in management and your productivity and the productivity of your people is important to your income, if you can train, enthuse, inspire, motivate your people to be successful, then your rewards are going to be greater. You can get everything in life you want if you will just help enough other people get what they want.